future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio.com. I am telling you, Sarah, it was. It's like it was writing an old country song or and something like that, like a true. ballad. It's for real. It's for real. <laughs> what happened is for real, and you don't even know the entire, the rest of it. All I know, I know just <laughs> a couple of names that you've said and something crazy that happened, and that's all I know. Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy's, Jimmy is who I want to talk about. Jimmy was there. I, I wrote it. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Extillan. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. I do want to say thank you to everybody who tunes in to Fun Employment Radio. Of course, Sarah's been gone for the last couple of days. Thank you so much, everybody, for your patience and uh, just for like uh... sending me hellos and thinking about me. Of course... Fun Employment Radio is my number one priority, but, you know, uh, I have lots of other things, lots of other, what is it, like irons in the fire? Yes, and we're going to talk about some, some of your irons. irons. in the fire. Uh, you're also going to be gone tomorrow. However, the one and only Keelan King is going to be filling in for you awesome. tomorrow. Awesome. I hear that he might be doing it. Well, he is currently doing a very exciting project. Actually, yeah. I want to let everybody know Keelan's got his Kickstarter going. It's the last day. He's almost there, and he's a little bit to push himself uh, over the edge. Uh, it's for Ion. That sounded weird when I just take that out of context. <laughs> he's a little bit to push him over the edge. To push the project over the edge. To push the project Because it, it is an all or nothing kind of funding. So, I mean, if you've yeah. been thinking about it. Now's the time. And the the project is Eye on the Shuttle, which is uh, going to be – it's eyeontheshuttle.com, which is Keelan's children's book. It's really incredible. Want to see this get made. So if you have a, a couple extra bucks to spare and put it towards something, you get something in return as well. Um, check that out, eyeontheshuttle.com. I am so excited and, to uh, give my – when it gets funded to give uh, the book to Eloise. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, no, I already I, I put mine in too. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so want to let everybody know that, eyeontheshuttle.com. And I'm going to explain what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. I mean, I'm still unraveling it all myself and trying to, <laughs> trying to come to grips with what, what I found out this weekend. But before we get to that, Sarah, you did say you have some irons in the fire. I know you've been doing your real estate things. So I have. Yeah, know. I've been doing that. So tomorrow I'm actually heading up to Tacoma to do more training. I had to go to a... Um, like an actual like house inspection, get yeah. to see that, and they like the whole like sewer thing where they go through with the scope and like check out the sewer system. Yeah, that's what of, I need done. Yeah, because this is like one of the final processes for a house. So there's um there's somebody buying a house up there, and so Jenna and Hannah are like, hey, come up and you can see what the final process. It's the sewer scoping. Uh-huh. So I got to go up and watch us. Which I never thought I'd be excited to go and watch a sewer scoping. Yeah, I actually need somebody to come out and do that and replace my sewer line. So mm-hmm. if anybody out there is uh, in that business, please get a hold of me. Yeah, because that's like the last hurrah, like the the final inspection and the sewer scope. Like, and then that's like the does it work? Does it not work? Who's to say? Oh boy, it's very exciting. There it is. Yeah, gonna be crushing dreams, maybe. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Well, hopefully, no. I want to be making dreams, not crushing dreams. Crush them. Crush that dreams. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, anything else that you? Um, no, I, I've been more bold about giving my, out my real estate cards. For me, that's it's really terrifying. Mm-hmm. You know, this is like this whole job is like pushing myself. So I actually went and watched um, Game Seven. At the casino mm-hmm. this past weekend. Yes, Portland Trailblazers in the Western Conference Finals. I bought a shirt at the Outlet Mall. In, in case you don't know, Lincoln City is uh, on the coast. It's a coastal Oregon town. I bought a, a Outlet Mall t-shirt for $5 because it was the only like red shirt I could find. I left all my Blazer stuff here. Went there, wore it. They won, so I'm definitely wearing it today. 
but also uh, I made a couple friends, Rob and Jeanette. And then when I left, I'm like, all right, this is what I'm supposed to do. I just need to do it because they were asking me about the show and stuff, and I had the business cards. So I was like, oh, yeah, and also, like, I do real estate, but here's my card. So I just need to get more comfortable just giving it to people yeah. in any context. Yeah, you have, you have to give them out. So that's when my progress in real estate lands. So nice. And I have another training thing on Monday. Well, congratulations. Thank you. So I might, we have to do the show early Monday or maybe if that works for you or something. Uh, of course. It's all about Sarah now. Well, it has been all about you for so long. Maybe I, it's time for me to step in and like I'll figure it shake out. Shake it up. We'll a be little. fine. We'll we'll get we'll have, still have a show that yeah, day. So. But it's going good. I've talked to some potential people. It's it's neat. Okay. Yeah. All right. Looked at a house on the coast. It was really crazy. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Have you gone snooping yeah. on anything? Um, not yet. But I I've found some places that I'm going to be looking. That you're going to snoop on? I'm not going to snoop on. I'm inspect. Well, not inspecting. I'm looking at with my eyeballs. Snooping. That's another word for looking. <laughs> it's not snooping. <laughs> Peeping, also snooping another word. seems like something you shouldn't be doing. This is what I'm licensed to do. <laughs> I'm so a anyway, licensed snooper. Yes, there's that. I want to hear about your story, though. Okay. Well, uh, going back to what we referenced at the beginning. So this is this is kind of nuts, at least for me personally, because it tie, there's so much that unraveled for me this weekend, which wow. is different than normal. Um, a mystery that was presented and then became bigger. Let me just start from the beginning. Yes, because I'm very confused. Let me just start from the beginning on, and talk about this. So in case you don't know, I grew up out in the country, you know, in the country outside of uh, Independence, Oregon, um, out in the middle of nowhere and on property. And the the place where I grew up used to be actually a town uh, decades ago. It used to be an old army fort town. God, this so is true story. Every time you say that, it's, yeah. it's true story. My parents' house, where true their property story. was, was the gas station. The gas station was still there when I grew up. Um, oh yeah, weren't the gas pumps there? Or the something? gas pumps were That's still there. So nuts. Yeah, they they still have the gas pumps, but where the actual gas station was was just we just turned it into a storage shed. And there's we've heard all kinds of weird stories about them from when my parents bought the house in the seventies. They heard from all the old neighborhood people who were who were still there. You know, it goes back. A long ways. So there's stories that get passed along. Because there are like settlers and stuff there, right? Well, I wouldn't go settlers. I mean, I suppose at some point maybe there were settlers. But at least back to uh, World War One, I, I think, there were, there were stories about That's this crazy. place. And then it ceased being a town a long time ago. And, uh, yeah, my parents' house was the gas station. There was, the, there was a guy who apparently had polio that lived in there at one point. And then um, – and there were nurses that took care of now, him. Now, I only know bits and pieces of this. Like there, there was yeah, like a polio. Feel free to ask question. Yeah, there was a polio tent on your property. The polio, no, there? the polio was. Or a polio shack or something? Yeah, the guy lived in the polio gas station shack. That's where I guess they kept this guy with polio. Hey, where does George live these days? Oh, and the, no big deal, the polio gas station in the shack. Po- <laughs> the polio shack. <laughs> no big deal. Yeah, and that was on my parents' property. I played in that place when I was a kid. Uh, you know, it was, yeah, that's just. Part of the part of the property. I never thought anything of it growing up. Just that there was an old gas pump. I didn't realize that was different or anything. No idea. And and so anyway, you know, there's still where the town was. There's still a few uh, houses that are that are there. A few pieces of property that are relatively close together, even though you're way out in the middle of the country. And and my house, you know, my parents' house was one of those. And. And so, yeah, so there's, there's always been kind of weird things. And, you know, my brother talked about – I still don't know if he told knows that I said this on the show, but he's seen some weird things before. There's a lot of history on that property. Have you said specific? Because I know. I, I think you've said – I think I saw. did say it on the show. I've just never told him that I told him, so don't tell him that I told him because uh, he doesn't really like to talk about that kind of stuff. Um, but, yeah, he's he said when he was – he didn't tell us until he was – this was just a few years ago um, that when he was little – 
every now and then in his room, he would wake up and there would be a woman in an old-timey nurse's outfit staring at him in his bed, leaning over, staring at him. And it would scare the shit out of him. And he pulled Super a, not terrifying, especially like growing up and then an old-timey nurse like yeah. looking at you. It's just leaning over his bed and staring at him. And my brother is not the kind of person to make something up. He, I 100% believe him that, that he saw something like that. And he said it happened a few times. So I personally never really saw much or, or didn't notice really anything growing up. Or if I did, I didn't pay any attention to it. Or they weren't interested in you. They just wanted to talk to your brother. Or they weren't interested in me. Yeah. I mean, whatever it is, I, I personally didn't. Um, how? So so anyway, so I told that story. Okay, you get uncomfortable as you talk about I do. It's, it feels weird. So I told that story on an episode a long time ago. Uh, I, I, I recap that a little bit. Well, uh, in my my neighborhood, I suppose, uh, where, where I grew up, there was uh, a classmate of mine named Zoe and – Zoe, I'm sure you're comfortable that I'm saying your name. Uh, so Zoe That's lived. such a cool name. Yeah, super cool name. Zoe? Yeah. Like Zoe, like if I met, a, I don't think I've ever met a Zoe in real life. Oh, really? Yeah, we had a, no. we had a couple of Zoes at our at our school. Hmm. But. Uh, yeah, never. I mean, I've, I've heard like, you know, like Zoe's always like Zoe or Chloe. They're yeah. always like the, like the kooky, like cool girl who like doesn't really care what anybody else thinks about them. Yeah, it's a pretty cool name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Greg and like, is not. like maybe like artsy and just like, you know, go like dance to the beat of their own drum. Yeah. Drummer, you know. There were like four or five Gregs. So, I mean. There were like seven billion Sarahs. That's true. There's yeah. more than that. Yeah, the class above me had three Gregs in it. So that that must have been. At one that. point in one of my classes and one of like the like a 28 kid class, there were four Sarahs. Wow, that's yeah. a lot of Sarahs oh, in one yeah. class. The eighties, like nineteen eighty, was a big year to name big your year baby for Sarah. Yeah, yep, big big Sarah crop that year. <laughs> big Sarah crop sprouted that year. <laughs> well, anyway, so <laughs> so <laughs> Zoe was uh, not far from my parents' house, and um, and you know they actually switched houses at one point with a neighbor, that sold one house to one and bought one from somebody else, and you know country stuff. And uh, and I used to go over to their property when they were gone because they had animals and like cows and sheep and stuff. So when they were out of town, I would I would take care of the animals. Uh, You'd take care of the cows. Yeah, I'd go feed the cows and yeah, I didn't milk them or anything like that. But yeah, I'd feed the cows, feed we the. Grew up in such different worlds. Feed. I can't remember what all kinds of animals they had. There's cows and like sheep or something and. I don't well, and the dogs. I don't. I, I don't remember how many animals I fed. Maybe some chickens. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Zoe is now has discovered Fun Employment Radio because she heard us when we were on Keith and the Girl. I think oh, that's originally awesome. where she found it. How and random. she's like, "Oh, I know that guy." And this was a couple of years ago, and uh, and she is now listening to a bunch of our back episodes and heard some of the stuff about the ghost stuff. It's heard about, I believe, the ghost investigation of my house, which Nightmare at Nibblers. It's on our YouTube channel. It's up for free. So we've talked about ghosts quite a bit, and she's fascinated by it. And she, um, she it's wrote so me. interesting, especially you. You're like one of the most haunted people I've ever met, next to your brother. Yeah, yeah. Jeff said some real strange things. I mean, I remember and he doesn't you, like to talk about it at all. I remember you last year when we went to the um, Portland Mausoleum, and like we're just walking down one of these corridor things. It's a it's a giant mausoleum that's only open one time a year in Portland. And Greg was just walking by uh, down a corridor, and he's like, "Nope." He's like, I don't want to go down there. That's that feels bad. I don't want to go there. And there I'm like, I, I don't feel anything. It just feels like I'm in a corridor right now. No, there was one that was that was a bad hallway. I did not want to go down that hallway. I didn't like it. Yeah, it was you and the, uh, my friend's little kid. They were both like, nope, bad hallway. Mm-mm. Yeah, nope. There was something mean down there. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I swear there was something angry in there. So, getting back to to Zoe, she wrote me on Twitter and wrote this. 
Uh, she said, okay, I'm deep in your ghost house stories, and I have to know. Did Jimmy the ghost from my parents' house ever show up at your parents'? Big- that is the single most <laughs> country statement I think I've ever heard. Did Jimmy the ghost from my parents' house wand- meander over down the street to your parents' house? Yes. And Zoe, I hope you're okay that I'm reading this. I'm sure you are. She said, big guy, buffalo plaid jacket, big black beard. Apparently, he was a real dude. He lived at the little greenhouse. Um, she has seen him. And, Do you know what the little greenhouse is? Uh, I think it's the little shack on their property. I'm not sure. Oh, I, I mean, just, I'm sure it's... I didn't know if you were like doing country talk. Like, oh, yeah, that little greenhouse down there. The, the lived at the little greenhouse. Right past I mean, the two rocks and the tree stump. No, I mean, there's there's a little house, yeah, that was that was over there. Um, so, yeah, I'm not 100%. It's on their property. She said uh, when she described him, old neighborhood people were like, oh, yeah, that's Jimmy. And I was like, I don't know. I don't know what. So I, so I wrote her back. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea. I don't remember anything about Jimmy. Um, I've never heard of that. That's crazy. And then I was kind of asking for a little more information. Like, what, what do you mean? Did he wander over to my parents' house? Like, what are you talking about? Who is Can, Jimmy? Do ghosts do that? I don't know. Do they wander? Well, it gets a little bit more. Okay. So uh, she said Jimmy was a, a riddle, I guess, and this was his last name. Oh, okay. I thought you meant so like – I'm just going to say it on the show. I, I suppose it's fine. This is a long time you ago. You know that sentence doesn't make sense unless you know that's the last the name. The last right? name, like, yeah. Jimmy was a riddle. A riddle. You know, the riddles. Uh, Wait, this ghost's name is Jimmy Riddle? That is the ghostiest ghost name I think I have ever heard. Let me continue on. Yeah, it totally is. It's also, I looked it up, it's also the name of one of the guys from uh, Hee Haw. was Jimmy Riddle. This is not the guy from Hee Haw. Um, he said there are stories about, she, or Zoe said this, she said there are stories about him getting drunk and riding a lawnmower in circles around the field next to the <laughs> railroad tracks, which oh, is across the street from my parents' house. Ah, well, I mean, that's... That's Jimmy Riddle for you. Well, it's it's there used to be a fort there, so there's a railroad fort that was on there. Um, that's gone, but yeah, there's a railroad very close by. She said, "I've only seen him in the downstairs bedroom, apparently where he died, but it was exactly that." Talking about my brother's thing, leaning over the bed, looking at me. I saw him like a real person. I screamed, and by the time I got the light on, he was gone. And apparently, this happened a few times, and. Uh, and and she she was like yeah it's scared you know basically scared the hell out of me that's and that's what your brother said too right that the nurse was leaning over him the nurse was sleeping. leaning over him oh that's creepy so uh, country ghosts are terrifying I think even because already the country the isolation already scares me but on top of that being haunted by dead World War One nurse ghosts and like Jimmy crazy Jimmy who's drunkenly riding his lawnmower mm-hmm. that adds like a whole new layer well and let me let me go back through and. Just really highlight a couple of the things that she said. I've only seen him in the downstairs bedroom, apparently where he died, question mark, and riding a lawnmower drunk. So that was the message I got, and I, I invited Zoe. Zoe's going to come on the show at some point. She lives in Japan, but at some point we'll get of her Of course she does, because Zoe's are world travelers, and they just live in <laughs> Japan. They grew up in a tiny hick town. They're like, I'm going to travel the world. <laughs> That's what a Zoe does. Well, uh, she's doing great for herself. So she um No, yeah. I mean I'm I'm jealous. No, I know. Like you I want to meet her in human form. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so so you know, she 
said that, so uh, she agreed, yeah, she definitely wants to come on the show at some point. So we'll have her on. And we'll probably talk about this. So we ended it there. And I said, you know, I'm going down to my parents' house for Mother's Day. And this was this last weekend. I'm like, I'll ask them about it, see if they know anything, expecting nothing. So there's part one of the story. And I'm assuming if there's a part two, there might be something. Here's part two. So I, I got down and I, I totally forgot to ask them for a while. You know, I brought down my lawnmower because my lawnmower that I broke and then I borrowed another one from my dad and I traded it out totally because I'm a man and I'm a grown-up and I can handle things on my own. So Wait, you anyway. Took your, you took your broken one and then just traded it in for a new one? It's like Not taking an one, old pair my, of shoes that have like, lost their tread and like swapping them in for like a brand new pair? Not brand new on either a situation, but just not broke. I traded it for my dad. All right. Anyway. You're a grown-up, Craig. I'm a grown-up man. So, so I did that and, you know, and they have a bunch of property. Uh, so, you know, when we were growing up, we would mow the lawn, you know, and then since we're talking about lawnmowers, you know, we have riding lawnmowers. And so I was, I was talking to him well, about I've that. I always wanted to ride a lo- uh, riding lawnmower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how we had to, I mean, you had to, it was, it's huge amount of property to, to mow awesome. several acres. So yeah. So, but it was fun. I'm not going to lie. When you were a kid, like riding around the lawnmower, it's pretty cool. So, uh, we were talking about that and then it, then it dawned on me. I was like, oh yeah, I got to ask about this. And I was like, so let me ask you, do you guys uh, remember anybody named Jimmy or a Jimmy Riddle? And my dad, it took him one sighting. He's like, oh, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, why? What, yeah, why Why are you asking about Jimmy? And so number one, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, Is you he know messing who? with you? No. No. And I was like. Wait, the, the Jimmy Riddle, he knew. Wait. He knew the name. He knew the name. And I was like, what do you, what do you mean? Wh- who is this guy? Who, who's Jimmy? And he was like, oh, yeah, when we bought the place, because they bought it in like the early 70s. Um, yeah, when we bought the place, he lived across the street. He'd come over here and help me out on, on projects. We'd hang out together. And I'm like, what? D- and you asked for clarifying. like, Yes. And let me ask you this. Was he on the same property that Zoe was talking yes. about? There is more. And I'm going to tell you more here. I'm sorry. Just yes. I know you're excited. I just want to make sure that we, all the information's out. A hundred percent. Yeah. Jimmy lived over on the property. Where's where I grew up? So. And your dad knew Jimmy. My dad knew Jimmy. Come over and help out my dad with projects. Now, are you sure it's the same Jimmy? Did you like make sure that? Oh yeah. Like we're, he, we're did in the you country. Try it. There's. Oh yeah. That's true. I mean, there's not there's not that many Jimmys that you're gonna know that are you know live across the street basically from you that's true big beard it's like yeah jimmy what about him and so jimmy apparently would come over and dig uh he actually had a backhoe that he he dug out part of the back behind my parents house they like they he they knew him so they were like friends with him like i mean or they neighbors like, n- neighbor friends i forgot that like in the country like you can be neighbors with someone but not friends but you like do things together well, but friends. in a neighborly way no i mean you're friends but i mean it's not like you're i don't know so jimmy the ghost helped your dad let me finish because there's more so i i i was like yeah and and i told him about what zoe had said and uh and i got to the point where i was talking about the drunk riding a lawnmower around he's like oh yeah he'd do that he did that he used to he's like and there's a, there's a sad part in this story too, but he said that you know Jimmy had a cancer, 
And rather than take pain medication, because I don't think it, it wasn't anything that was going to be curable, but it was like a long, drawn-out thing. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than take pain medication, Jimmy just drank vodka. And that was Jimmy's. That was his pain medication. That was his pain medication. Okay. And he said that he had this. He would go buy it. He was like, oh, yeah, he'd buy it by the gallon. And he was, he was always drinking his cups of vodka when he'd come over. And, you know, whatever. It's the country. And he said he would ride around on this lawnmower. And he had a little thing affixed there so he could he have like his a little jug, cup holder. A little jug of vodka would be on there so he could drink his vodka while he's mowing the lawn. You know what? I res- if that's his property and you know what? And yeah. he's ill and that's how he wants to deal with it, then yeah. go, Jimmy, go. Well, as long as he's not putting anybody else in danger. Yeah. Which I'm assuming he didn't because. I don't know. It's, it's the country. Whatever. I mean, you, you know, the only person you're going to hurt your, is yourself with a lawnmower. So, so that happened. <gasps> I did see that in Man <clears throat> on the Moon. What? Well, the only person you can hurt is yourself on the tractor. I'm sorry. Spoilers. Oh, boy. Okay. It's I don't remember movie. that. I don't remember that. Whenever Reese Witherspoon's first movies. Okay. Okay. Anyway. So, yes, he would. This person, Jimmy, would ride around on a lawnmower, drunk, drinking vodka. On top of that, he um, – I'm going to come back and I'll, I'll talk about that part again. Uh, Dad said, yeah, he lived in the downstairs – of of the house, and that's where he slept until uh, until he died. It's like that's that's where the downstairs, the downstairs where she was referencing, was in fact my dad independently verifying where he died, <laughs> where Jimmy died, because that's where he stayed until the cancer got him. <laughs> so all this randomly inf- random information that she sent me talking about this. Boom. Rode around a lawnmower drunk. Boom. Lived in that house. Died in the downstairs room. Wow. All checked out independently. By your dad, by my who dad. has no idea. I mean, he's, that's not going to make up anything. No. Yeah. Now, here's the kicker. Remember we were talking about lawnmowers earlier? Yeah. And I said when I was a kid, you know, we had ride, a riding lawnmower, and that's how we would mow the lawn. My dad goes, oh, Yeah. I mean, the lawnmower was Jimmy's. I bought it from him. The lawnmower that we have that's still on the property that I drove around our property as a kid mowing the lawn was Jimmy's lawnmower. Jimmy's drunken lawnmower? Jimmy's lawnmower is what I rode as a kid. That is so... I mowed the property every week on Jimmy's lawnmower because my dad bought it from him. The one that he would hang the vodka from. Yep. The infamous Jimmy drunk lawnmower that he would ride around with his... I rode drunk Jimmy's lawnmower. That's what I mowed the lawn with. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's so interesting about the country. You can actually find the legitimate history of the ghosts. Yeah. So the question is, did Jimmy ever wander across the street? Not that I'm aware of. I have never seen Jimmy... Um, I could ask my brother, but I don't, I think he would have said something. Um, you know, apparently he was a real nice guy. He was just kind of, kind of crazy. Was it just country crazy? You know, was it crazy to be talking to your dad? So like knowing from Zoe that this is a ghost that used, that used to scare her as a kid and then having him actually become a normal human being, like coming from your dad's mouth. Yeah. I mean like, Oh, I knew that person. Yeah. Whereas to Zoe, it's just like someone like this hulking person that just terrified her. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about terrified, but yeah, scared her for sure. 
Well, what's the difference? Well, I mean, I don't think it was like uh, reaching down to strangle her, like not that kind of thing. Yeah. But, you know, leaning over and staring. Yeah, that's yeah. terrifying. Right. If, if, a, if a strange I just man mean is. Not, yeah. uh, not aggressive. Yes. There we go. We're not I was trying to Timmy, no, uh, no, Jimmy Riddle. I, that's not, I don't care one way or another. I'm just trying to, you know, distinguish what, what the differences were there. But, yeah. <sighs> that's what happened this weekend. That's what I found out. This is us all tied together in like three or four days. That is so bizarre. Isn't that weird? Now, I want to see a picture of Jimmy Riddle. I wonder if your folks can dig up any. I doubt. I, I Maybe mean, from like a neighbor barbecue. Because what year would I that have been? Because that's long before you Early probably, 70s. right? Yeah, it was before me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wasn't born when this happened. So it was a short amount of time that they were there and before, before me, before Jimmy. That's weird. Um... Yeah. Isn't that strange? That is bizarre. It's just when it tied all back together, I'm like, that that lawnmower? Jimmy's lawnmower. Jimmy's lawnmower. And they still have it. I think for your next um, like project, you need to write like the ballad of Jimmy Riddle. That's what I was saying at the beginning. It sounds like it's an old country it song. It sounds like an old country song. Old Jimmy talk- on his lawnmower, riding round like, round. We could totally do some sort of musical based on it. I'm sure you could sell it like the... Independence Theater or whatever is down there. And be like, the ballad of Jimmy Riddle. Seriously? And apologies to any Riddles who are listening to this show, if there's still a family that are are around there. I don't know. But, I mean, that's what it is. They cannot contest the fact that the ballad of Jimmy Riddle sounds like something. It's amazing. That is the best title. I started singing it in my head when I was leaving (laughs) this weekend. Tell me one of your songs. I don't remember how it went, but there's something there. There's you something can't be there. self-conscious. You've just got to go with it. No, I know. I know. <sighs> yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. There's folklore in Bremerton, but no, nothing is ever, like, concrete like that. Like, we have Holland Road up there, but, n- like, never anything. It's just, like, rumors and no specific names. You well, I mean, this is just happen. highly localized to, like, right there. <laughs> right that very, spot. So you guys live in the very concentrated ghost area. I would not be surprised. I mean, yeah, it was an old town. I, I mean, there used the to be a, there used to be me. tons of houses there, and they're all they're all gone now. I've seen one picture of it back when it was a town. You know, fifty years ago, sixty years ago, or whatever it was. And it's weird. It was it's a picture from where you can see where my parents' property was, and then there was just all these houses. So I mean, technically, yeah, I I grew up in a ghost town. I mean, it is a ghost town. Legitimately. Literally and legitimately. Yeah, yeah it's – yeah, right? They're yeah. all just living up, their lives around you. No, I mean I grew up on in a ghost town. That explains <laughs> so much. <laughs> That's, it's kind of crazy saying that out loud. I never thought about it that way. But yeah, I grew up in a ghost town. That's nuts, Greg. The Greg Nibbler story. How cool. Well, you need to try and find out more about Jimmy Riddle. I don't know what else I want to find out about. I mean he was a real guy, so clearly and – I, I don't know what else I could find out about him. Um, I don't know if I want to go digging around on I those, just want to see a picture. Digging of around too much on that. I want to see a picture. Uh, I'll ask my parents if they have one. Yeah. But again, I mean, you must have relatives somewhere. How cool Somehow. would that be to find a picture of your parents with Jimmy Riddle? It's weird. That's weirding me out. That is so weird. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I found out that's this weekend. That's bizarre. You know what I just found out? I'm completely like – I. The furthest away from what you're talking about. I think I'm turning ginger. 
<laughs> well, that's a transition if I ever heard one. You're no, what? I'm saying their life changes. I swear. So for the first time since I was in probably about eighth grade, maybe ninth, when I started like dyeing my hair different colors, mm-hmm. I have the longest. When's the last? Yeah, you've been dyeing your hair a long time. I've been dyeing my hair since ninth grade. Like, I mean, I'm surprised I'm not bald at this point. I was going to say, like, you bleach it, you put in all those chemicals. Yeah, not a lot of chemicals. I I did definitely overdo it um, in the 90s, like, when I was just super white bleaching my hair and I didn't know what I was doing. I fried it one time to the point of where it was mushy. Ew! Your hair got mushy? Oh, yeah. Anyone out there who's overused peroxide knows exactly what I'm talking about. My hair, when it was wet, it felt like, um, like wet moss. Like it was just, it was that's so, that's gnarly. Sarah. It's bizarre. It feels like because it, it's so damaged at that point. So I just had to. <laughs> there was nothing I could do. I just had to grow it out. But since probably about 1997, maybe I've been dyeing my hair different colors. And for the first time, that's a long time. I know, I know. But for the it's first time, 2019, in like over 20 years, I've decided to start growing out a bit of my hair. So now I have roots that are about. I don't know, like about three inches long, so I can actually see my natural color because I've never, I didn't know what my natural color was, and thankfully I don't think I have any, I don't have any gray hair yet, but it's coming out like a reddish brown. <laughs> so you're turning ginger. I think I'm turning ginger. Is that possible? Or have I always been ginger and I didn't know? Just like I thought I was Irish, then it turned out I was British. Yeah. What is happening? I mean, your whole world's being turned upside my down whole right world now. Is you're a redhead. It's red. Like, I haven't been dying it red. It is, like, orange-tinted. I don't ginger. know what's going on. How does that make you like, feel? I don't think I'm a ginger, but I'm. it's definitely orangish. Like, it's not ash-colored. It has, like, a reddish hue to it. Huh. It's weird. Does this change your outlook on things? I don't know. It's just I mean, it's bizarre because I'm not used to looking at myself like this because finally I right. trimmed my bangs and the col- the natural color is almost like the full front of my hair. And it just looks weird. So you... And I look a lot more like my sister too because she has – like she's always had her natural color. And so now we're looking like a little bit more like – But you're a secret ginger. This entire time. It's like you've been hiding it like you're ashamed. Mr. Jenky says, sorry, you can't just Rachel Dolezal your way into being a ginger. You're, not, <laughs> you're one of us or you're not. <laughs> Good reference. Good reference. Well, I'm not so, saying I'm full ginger, but I'm saying there's oh, some Oh, like, you either are hair. or you aren't. Now, as a potential ginger. No, I'm not a ginger, and I think you should say that's very slanderous toward gingers. I'm not at Unless all. Unless they embrace it. I'm not saying there's anything Do wrong with gingers. The... Are you embarrassed of it? Do they embrace the ginger connotation? Now, wait a minute. I yeah. do I do not tan. I freckle. That's a ginger trait. What? Do you think gingers don't like the term ginger? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think so. We have we have one in the, our live chat right now. Just Mr. Jenky is. Excuse me, Ginger. Do you like to be called Ginger? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm Mr. saying like part of it. Like some people, you know, guys who grow out their beards and sometimes patches of their beards turn red. You know, and they have like yeah. brown hair and like some yeah. of it's blonde, some of it's brown, some of it's red. Oh, now you're trying I to backtrack. I'm, no, but I think I'm having part of that on my head. So I think, think I'm like a quarter Ginger. You're a patchy Ginger is what you're trying <laughs> to say. That sounds wrong. <laughs> like, oh, I'm not full Ginger. No, 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 no. Well, um, Mr. Jenky said only they can use that word. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, let me. It is pretty strange, though, because this is my natural color. And I yeah. look at him just like, this is, well, first of all, hair can be shiny. I didn't know that. 
How damaged is your hair? I've right? spent so many years with, let's see, let's, how do I put matte hair? <laughs> like, no shine unless I put a bunch of stuff in it. Like, I'll look at it sometimes in the mirror and I'm like, it's shiny. It's well, shiny on its own. Now, if this is going to be, I know, are you going to are you going to keep your hair your natural color? Are you going to? I'm going to for now. I'm going to. Are see. you going to hide your shame, your secret shame that you have? I've always been kind of nervous to grow it out because I was afraid I was just going to be like full gray, which is fine. Then I'd embrace that and dye it like a lilac or something. But no, I have no, I don't have any gray hair yet, which is bizarre because my mom had a bunch of gray hair, and so did my dad by by this age. And my sister has a, a couple, but she doesn't barely. She barely has okay. any either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so nope, it's not gray. It's just. Red. Orangish. So, how does this make you feel about your outlook on the world? I don't. Uh, I Do you don't, feel more of a camaraderie I, as I now? Told you, you see it's other like people. Turvy. When you see other people with with you know fellow potential gingers, you like. Will say, hey, I want to learn more about I what it's say, like to I, be. I do kind of like the color, and I am. I'm just going to keep it for a little bit to see if I. Because ultimately, I always dye my hair because I get bored. Or have you looked up to see if there's any kind of like Facebook groups? For for but becoming ginger, yeah, for g- ginger, <laughs> late in life ginger, <laughs> midlife ginger, midlife ginger, yeah. I mean, these are all things that I'm sure there's like like groups no, that they the have. The only time I've ever seen this happen is with guys who have like grown out their beards and then like you know shaved them off or whatever, and then grow them back a while later, and they have like red red patches in their beard. Sarah, there's a there's a group called uh, Gingers Ginger with Attitude. And uh, it's First all... of all, like, let me just sit, state for the record, I'm not claiming to be a ginger. I will not take that title away from the true gingers. Really? But I'm saying my hair so is orange So you're denying orange-ish. your existence. Okay. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a whole... There's memes that you can get involved in. I mean, there's a whole culture here. So Ginger with Attitude, there's, there's one where it's a picture of a zombie with red hair. It says, the walking red... Like, you could start wearing shirts like that. You could, you could get into it. You should get way into it. Now I regret bringing Like, it. have, like, Pippi Longstocking, like, parties. I loved Pippi Longstocking. Oh, my God. My sister and I wanted to be Pippi Longstocking so bad. Pippi Longstocking I think you should go full in on this. I think this is what you should be. You should really, like, double down on it now that you've just discovered it and get real sensitive about anybody using the word ginger. Like, get real sensitive. Stop it. <laughs> Over the top. Stop it. <laughs> In defense of all gingers. We cannot choose how we are born. You know, I mean, just get, oh. Just get ridiculous. About yeah. It. No, well, I am not a ginger. I'm just Protest saying. Protest like that South Park episode from like 10 years ago where they, where they make gingers. I think that we might be mildly insulting or upsetting some of the gingers. All right. I have a shocking gingers. confession for you. I had... I had red red hair when I was really little. What? And then it turned dark. I had light hair before it turned dark like this. Were you like strawberry blonde? Yes. I was a strawberry blonde. I want to see a picture of that image. When I was like a baby. And then it, and then it turned into this dark brown. I was like basically blonde. I swear I thought you were going to tell me like you spent the weekend plucking out gray hairs from your head. Why would I... Why would I tell you, you just that? Seemed, it seemed set, like set, it was going to be such a deep confession. You were just like, hey, listen. Even if that happened, I would never tell you. I probably did. I just dye it. All right. Do you dye your hair? No, I do not dye my hair. I mean, no judgment. 
I was just saying There's I'm trying to stop dyeing my hair. No, I'm not dyeing my hair. Well, during the summer, I don't usually dye it too much anyway because it's so damaged by the sun anyway. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Secret ginger. Secret ginger. I'm not offending gingers, am I? I'm too late now. No, Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. I love all people, including gingers. I do too. I don't judge you. Like Greg, he's ashamed. Did you hear him talk about how it was his filthy, dirty secret that he had red hair when he was a kid? That is not at all what I was trying that to was say. That was the way that you worded it. You're like, hey, listen, I was gross, too, when I was a baby. But thankfully, I grew this luxurious, dark hair. So now it's no longer a concern. You know what? Be on Team Sarah. I'm here for you. I like Amy Adams. You are just killing it right now, Greg. Knocking it out of the park. <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Dear God. All right. First up, got a story out of Copenhagen, Denmark, where a Danish politician is going an unusual route to advertise for his campaign running. He has spent a majority of some of his campaign funds advertising on Pornhub, <laughs> which is kind of genius. Hey, you know. So his name is Joachim B. Olsen. He's a former Olympic shot put silver medalist. Okay. And he's running to be a member of Denmark's parliament. And uh, one of the ways he's doing so is placing campaign ads on Pornhub. So uh, he, so he's a member of the Folketing for the Center Right Liberal Alliance since 2011. He placed an ad bearing the party logo and encouraging people to vote for him on one of the world's top adult websites, Pornhub. You know, Greg, Did it you work? Can, you can search gingers on Pornhub. <laughs> that, wow. You told me. <laughs> I did not tell you that at all. On his official Facebook profile, Olsen says, yes, indeed, he was responsible for the ad. Yes, it is me on Pornhub. Yes, it is me. It is me, Olsen told Denmark's newspaper. It's Denmark's newspaper. I guess they have one newspaper. <laughs> the election campaigns are serious, but there also must be some humor. And by humor, I mean I'm masking my deep obsession with porn. That's probably what he's saying. Yep, I think that's exactly what he's saying. Uh, well, the June five elections are June fifth elections are being held on a schedule at the end of the parliament's four year term. So vote porn, vote for Joachim Molson. Oh boy, can you tell I've had no sleep and drove back from the coast this morning? No. Why did you have no sleep? I couldn't. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it. Why didn't Why didn't you have sleep? We haven't talked about this on the show. Uh, You're staying at the coast. I know that. All right. So I've been going to Lincoln City since I was a kid. Uh-huh. I mean, since I was a baby. And then my parents went there when they were, um, you know, in college, when they were going to, like, U of O, and they lived yes. in Oregon. So great. <laughs> the entire time, I never knew that there was a, a whole separate area of Lincoln City just north of it called Road's End. Which, if anyone else knew, that, I had no idea. And it's like this fancy little coastal town thing with all these it's like. It's not even a town. It's just a road. It's yeah. just a road. And it's a fa- it's a fancy it's... road with all these like fancy beach houses and stuff. It looks like you're driving into Astoria, but like Astoria like of Goonies time. It's really pretty, and super expensive, and really big houses. And so my parents <laughs> rented this beach house and so they got a room for me and for my sister and uh, her husband Michael and their daughter Elvis. I realize how you just said that it's really exclusive and it's big houses and they're no, I real said it's rich. fancy. <laughs> no, I couldn't afford that. I, I no, looked. I know. I know. You were renting an Airbnb. I, uh, okay, by the way, I, I looked on my 
on my homes app because I could see through a real estate thing, and those houses were about $1.2 million. Yeah, that's very expensive. So my sister and Michael were staying upstairs with me in this house, and they ended up leaving yesterday, so I had to stay at, in the room in my room by myself. And my parents' room was downstairs, and the house was so big that I was really scared last night, and I had to keep getting up and turning on the lights and making sure nobody was going to murder me. The house was too big. The house was too big. <laughs> And I had the upstairs all to myself with so much room. It was. It was a huge room. And I, that was when I realized, I'm like, I don't want anything big. I couldn't sleep because every time I would hear a noise, I'd think like, oh, there's someone coming through the front door. Oh, there's someone hiding underneath Eloise's bunk beds so that she was in that sleeping. And that, like, they're just coming out now. Oh, the back door wasn't locked and someone climbed up the back. Like, that's all I could think. So I woke up all the time. That would be my dream. To have an entire floor of a house to myself. That was the least relaxing sleep I've ever had. And then plus my parents are like way, way far away. You're isolated in this magical road's end land. I think that's why people like it. But I hate it because it reminded me of like being in the country where there, nobody can hear you scream. <laughs> We're miles from where anyone can hear you. And I know like even if I did have to scream, like my parents sleep with a white noise machine. So like they wouldn't hear me. They'd be like, oh, Sarah's probably just listening to that rock music as I'm getting brutally stabbed to death. Wow. I'm tired. All right. I'm sleeping in my own California king. It was That was really big. That was fun. I slept at an angle. Airbnb. This is not real life for me. I have a full-size bed in real life, so let's get real. Next up, Natural Light is seeking an intern this summer to drink beer for money. Natty Light. Natty Light. I had some Natty Light in college. I know you do. No, I, I bet you like Natty Ice. I drank some Natty Ice I know in college. You did. Beer company Nat- uh, Natty Light is seeking a paid intern to spend the summer probably trying to drift away from the Natty Light image and making it seem cooler and not like garbage water. Um, so they're paying an intern to spend the summer sipping on Natty Light and creating social media content. They want some kid to get drunk and post on their social media account? Drunk on That Natty is a Light. bad recipe. Okay, never – I take it back. This they're, will backfire. I think they're they're keeping the name because they know they're already branded as Natty Light, but they're trying to make it classier so that social media isn't like, oh, that's gross. So this is called the Natty Light Summer Intern. will be called upon to act as a brand ambassador at various summer events. Can you imagine being the Natty Light brand? Hey, what's up? Natty Light's here. Hey, I know there's all this good beer. Why don't you try some Natty Light? It's refreshing. At various summer events, create viral social media content, including weekly vlogs. You do that, Greg. You vlog. Conduct product research and keep the brand manager apprised of the latest social media trends. Oh, my God. This is like a 50-year-old man. Like, what, what is the internet? Should we post this on a message board? What's your AOL chat name? (laughs) The intern, who must be at least 21 years old, should have qualifications including, but not limited to, social media savvy, attention to detail, meme creation skills, or as the 50-year-old man who's requesting this calls it, meme creation skills, and be outgoing but not annoying. This is exactly what it says. There is a fine line. Oh, this is so desperate. But do it. I mean, seriously, take Natty Light's money if you think this fits for you. Uh, The qualification also states that confidence is a must, and you should, quote, just be cool. Just be cool, bro. Just be cool for Natty Light, bro. 
Um, so it's accepting resumes through May 26th, if that's something that interests you. And I know this is something that interests Greg. Finally, becoming the Lars Ulrichs of... Lars Ulrich? Isn't that the guy from Metallica? Yeah. Ick. That's what I said. Lars Ulrich. You said Lars Ulrichs. I said, no, becoming the Lars Ulrichs. That was plural. Oh. oh because I'm oh, going to okay. be talking okay. about a group. Okay. Gotcha. All right. I'm Thanks following. for explaining that to me, Greg. Yep, just want to make sure. I really appreciate you peppering and trying to correct me all the time. That's fun for me. Stop paying, that's all. <laughs> the new Lars Ulrichs of the rock and roll community, Guns and Roses, uh, because they don't possibly have enough money, they're now suing a local brewery over a beer that they made called Guns and Rosé. <laughs> Guns and Roses. Come on. Now wants Colorado-based Oscar Blues Brewery to stop selling the beer and turn over all of the profits to Guns N' Roses. Dude. That is the douchiest thing. Come on. I, just do a cease and desist. I love Guns N' Roses as a band. I, I do. I've said this before. I love their music. I really, truly do. But it does not mean I'm not aware that they can be total fucking douches. So did I say that correctly then with, the, with their Lars Ulrich sing? Well, Lars Ulrich is – he did it for the whole music side. With Napster, yeah, but he also wanted to take music, like money, away from people. Probably, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, Lars, Lars is a notorious dick. Yeah. Um, come on, Guns and Roses, Guns and Rose. I mean, that's hilarious, and it's not even roses. No, it's rose. No, now they're just making themselves look like giant. Assholes. Did they use their logo or something? Or? Uh, let's see. Nope, it's just the name. Uh, so the rock band Guns no, and Roses come on. are accusing a Colorado brewery of piggybacking off of their fame to sell beer. As you said, like at the very. If you really want to go overboard with it, do a cease and desist. Be like, you got to stop selling that. You can't do that. To take their profits from a brewery, like how much money do you think a brewery makes? You'll probably put it under. If well, it you says take they money. filed a trademark infringement lawsuit against Colorado-based Oscar Blues Company, which sells Guns and Rosé, beer and merch. Um, the group says they're associated uh, because they sell merch that are bandanas. Guns and Roses is saying that that's associated with Axl Rose. I mean, there's a certain extent, which I do understand copyright, because, by the way, this is Fun Employment Radio. And we're a podcast. Which means Fun Employment is also included in the podcast side. So I guess I'm saying that, and now I don't want to be hypocritical on it, because I do I do understand the issue. I'm sorry, Greg. Do you, you have don't billions want to... of dollars that you've been hiding from us? But that I don't. Yeah. Like, aren't you busy, like, trying to schedule another tour? Like, well, you... I would just say issue a cease and desist and... If it's too Just close. Just be like, all right, cool, like, whatever. Hey, nah, that's enough. I, I can, you know what? I do kind of get with the bandana. I do kind of get that. No oh boy. Well, you you know what they're doing when they're doing the bandana. They're directly... But again, just don't – no, knock it off. Don't well, do that. the lawsuit says that the brewery is still selling beer and merchandise. The band wants a court order blocking the brewery from misappropriating its name because, of course, Greg, your favorite band is Guns and Rosé. <laughs> Uh, it also is calling for them to destroy all of their products okay. and turn over profits from Guns N' Rose and other monetary awards. Oh, right. Uh, Oscar Blues marketing director Kyle Ingram did not immediately return a telephone message seeking a comment. How much would that suck if you're like a huge fan of Guns N' Roses growing up and then like they're throwing a tantrum? Well, yeah. I mean it definitely sucks. I And I understand like it's somebody else's proprietary like thing, but 
when it comes down to it, cease and desist. You don't need to destroy your property and give us your well, money. Well, take the money. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're, they're trying to prove a point. Oh, I don't know. It just it just comes across douchey because they, the bottom line is yes, they're a multi gajillion dollar rock band. I mean, gajillions. The literal term that they have. I kind of want to try Guns N' Roses before. I kind of want to, too. I know. Please send us some. Yes, please do. We're on your side. Well, I am. Greg's kind of 50-50. Oh, I want to drink your beer. But again, you can tell from today that he's not really on anybody's side. No. I mean, he doesn't really like the gingers. I didn't said nothing of the sort. Did you not hear what I said about Amy Adams? Oh, my God. There you go. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. Um, the house was just too big. <laughs> Seriously, when I get a house, it's gonna I'm going to have a little tiny happy one that I can see. All, that's what I like about my studio is I can see all the corners. Nobody can be hiding. All right. I know we need to wrap up here pretty quick, but I do want to do one quick ball talk if that's possible. Why? Is there something happening today? Nothing at all. That's so weird. It's what I was going to announce. That's very boring. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. So I'm not even going to get to the post on this. I'm just going to keep on powering through it. So here's the deal. The Portland Trailblazers, if you don't follow NBA basketball, I'll fill you in on this. If you do and you don't understand why what I'm going to talk about is a big deal, I'll explain it. The Portland Trailblazers of the National Basketball Association over this last weekend beat the Denver Nuggets in Game 7 of a best-of-seven series to move on from the semifinals to the Western Conference Finals. This is one series win away from the NBA Finals. The Western Conference Finals, the Final Four teams in basketball, the Portland Trailblazers moved on to that over this weekend to play the Golden State Warriors. The first game is tonight. Let me explain why this is a big deal for Northwest fans. And I think there's people, if you don't follow basketball or you're not maybe even from the Northwest or maybe you just didn't follow along, whatever it is. For Portland and for Oregon, we've, you know, you've had like some minor league teams that have been around, but the Timbers now, you know, are a major league team, but still it's MLS. It's nowhere near what what NBA is, and that's just a fact. The Portland Trailblazers have been the team of this region, Southwest Washington, Oregon, since 1972, I believe, or 70. Sorry, I, I even forget what year they were formed, and I should know that. No, next year is the 50th, 1970. They've been a part of like of, of everybody growing up here. You root for the Trailblazers, mm-hmm. and you enjoy watching their games. They are the only time, I mean, up until recent years, that anybody in the rest of the country would even know where Oregon was was because of the Portland Trailblazers. Um, you identify with them. You had these amazing years in the 70s. They won a championship in 1977. In the late 80s, you had Clyde Drexler, Jerome Kersey, Terry Porter, Kevin Duckworth, and Buck Williams, and they were the fucking best. I mean, they were just awesome. Growing up. And then, you know, we've gone through these different eras of Trailblazers. And Sarah and I worked for the Trailblazers for three years, which it was a lot of fun while we worked for them. Oh, it was super cool. Yeah. Fallout kind of sucked for a couple of years, but, you know, whatever. Life goes on. We totally weren't bitter. Not at all. Handled it like champs. <laughs> Not bitter in the fucking yeah. least. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, also, I do like to say, like, when we were like go, like 90% of the staff was like go to. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't just, just us. us. No, so it anyway, just us. I just like to say. And I never wanted that to affect my, for, for the team on the court. The, the Portland Trailblazers, uh, the last time they went to the Western Conference Finals was the year 2000. <gasps> the millennium. That is the last time. That was the, the year all the computers stopped. <laughs> right. This was after the computers. 
because it was in the summer of 2000. Um, that's the last time they've been to the Western Conference Finals. That's how long it's been since the Blazers have, Blazers have had a team that can make it this far. They've been to the second round a wow. couple of times, never lasting long. Um, this uh, they The last time they, they made it, Rashid Wallace and Scotty Pippen and Damon Stoudemire were on the team. And I watched that game on the porch of the first house I moved to in Portland. And they got down to the point where it was a game seven against the Lakers. They had it. Blazers pretty much had it wrapped up. And then there was this epic collapse where the Blazers just stopped hitting anything. Lakers hit everything. Came back from they came back from like 14 down and beat the Blazers in like the most heartbreaking fashion ever. The Blazers were going to the finals. Greg, why do you always like insist on harping on bad things? Because this is important. Uh, it's important to know this. This is I'm trying to explain to everybody why this matters a lot. To, because the last time it was like ripped from everybody. Well, it was it was a rough one. <laughs> it was a rough one. I mean, the way they lost in that fashion, just the and to the Lakers to Shaq and Kobe of all people. You know, it was a tough one. So that stung. That's the last time we've been in the Western Conference Finals. That's the last time the Blazers have been to this level late in the playoffs. So now, this 19 years later, with a team that seems to honestly be full of pretty good guys um, who are good players, Damon Stoudemire and CJ McCollum are, well, they're the second best backcourt in the NBA. They've had all this adversity, and yet they kill, still still keep on fighting. It's fun to root for them. It's just fun. It absolutely is. You know, it's- if they're good dudes. And it's instant camaraderie. Like, it's fun watching the game. Yeah. And for here, you know, this is what we have. This is this is the major sport. I mean, again, yeah, the Timbers came along later, but, I mean, that's th- not the Trailblazers. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, now that they're back there, it's really cool. It's, it's something to think about in this aspect is another way for anybody, and I've been trying to explain this to some people who don't understand basketball. It's 19 years since it's happened. It could be 19 years till it happens again. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's a very rare occurrence for us at the very least. Hopefully that changes, but it's very rare. Now, most likely they're going to, I mean, on paper, this is what should happen is that they get destroyed by the Golden State Warriors. They're the, this is their fifth year in a row being the West Conference Finals. They've won, what, three of the last four NBA championships. I mean, the Warriors are an amazing team. Blazers should not move past this by anything on paper. But if they can make it a fun series, it's going to be really, really cool. And I'm really excited. I am excited. I can't tell you, like, when I was at the casino watching Game 7 and, like, meeting those – because you meet friends when you're watching a Blazer game. Because I went there with my my mom and my sister who didn't give a shit about basketball. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to watch this. And so I just – I planted up at the bar – and ended up sitting next to this nice couple like I was telling you about. And then as you know, as the game's going on, more and more people are gathering around. You start talking to people and you have you like develop like these friendships with and then mm-hmm. when my sister came to watch actually the last seventeen sec or the fourteen, eleven seconds or whatever it was, that final one mm-hmm. where they finally got that um Yeah. Where they got that good foul and then Yeah, beating the nuggets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um and just seeing that and I was like I looked at my sister, I'm like, I wish because I didn't realize that I still understood basketball this way and I, I still cared about it yeah a little bit and i was i looked at my sister because she's watching every freak out she's like wow this is awesome i'm like i wish you could feel right now the way that it feels to like watch that amazingness happen yeah it was so cool it's pretty cool it's pretty cool and so um 
So that's what, you know, the, the first game is tonight. It's in Golden State. You're playing with house money now. And uh, so just, I mean, it's just going to be fun. Just enjoy. I'm just going to enjoy the game. Enjoy the experience of the Blazers being in the West Conference Finals. I'm just, yeah, don't. It's cool. Yeah, it's not jinxing. It's not win or lose. It's not anything. It's the whole experience. No, like, yeah. Getting to know. No, the whole, that whole, yeah, that all that stuff. Yeah, I don't play into that for the Blazers. No but, way. Um, no, now, now, like, I'm, I am going to wear my... Um, Lucky shirt, though. It's it's just a fun thing for the city of Portland that we don't get to see very often. And everybody else, a lot of places do. I mean, Most places do. Come yeah, on. well, I mean, you look at, like, Boston or, yeah. you know, Jesus. Uh, but for us, this is this is a rarity. So right. enjoy it. There's four more games. Hopefully we go longer than that. No matter what happens. It's just going to be fun. Yeah. It's, it's fun. I'm stoked. So that's today, 6 p.m. Pacific. Yeah, the guy threw me off at... Um, I was talking to someone yesterday, like, oh, no, the first game isn't until Thursday. I'm like, no, it's no, not. No, it's second game Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Anyway, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right. I do need to go. Yeah, awesome. um, but uh, I want to say one thing, though, really quick. Thank you to Black's Pest Services. Oh, the Black's Pest Services, thank you so much for your support of Fun Employment Radio. And thank you, everybody who's been going there. And uh, and giving them a call and going to their website and booking appointments because now is the time you don't know if you have a problem you know you have a problem but there's a lot of times you don't know mm-hmm. you have a problem and that's why an inspection from Black's Pet Services is well worth it especially now that it's like you know in the middle of spring almost summer things are hatching like new Ew. families of bugs are coming I'm sorry like they're yeah. all just no, like it's going true. All, there's all kinds of crazy bug sex happening and they're if, just like yeah. everywhere so gross. Yeah, but they're procreating. If you don't want to have a bunch of problems in June or like late June, if you're like, ah, I'll skip it right now. And then late June, you have some kind of thing going on at your house. You will wish you have done it right now. So give them a call. (laughs) Black's Pest Services. Give them a call. Have them come on out. It's a real bug orgy, Greg. It's so gross. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for supporting Fun Employment Radio. Uh, tomorrow on the ho- really uh, a lot. on the show, guest host. Mr. Keelan King, don't forget, go to ionthashuttle.com, ionthashuttle.com. You can support his Kickstarter. And uh, then Keelan will be in here. And honestly, I want you to support this because I want this thing to be funded because... I do too. I mean, I for want, a million I want my reasons. Niece to have it, yes. Do you want to hear Keelan being sad tomorrow? No. I don't. <laughs> Nobody should. <laughs> ionthashuttle.com. <laughs> It's so weird. Oh my God. (laughs) Thank you so much, everybody. We'll be back tomorrow with more fun and boring radio.